We're here with another episode of the Brick House Team Previews. Lucky 13 team on our preview, Washington Wizards. I bet they're feeling so lucky. I'm Bob Johnson. And I'm Matt Baker. What do we have here? What did our insiders scoop up for us this time? Well, the head of player personnel, or just personnel in general for the Washington Wizards, he gives a call to owner Ted Leonsis at the end of every season and you know, just checks in with him. Sure. He checks in about everyone from top to bottom, uh, starting, I guess, with GM Ernie Grunfeld. Let's take a listen to that call. Good morning, Mr. Leonsis. Yeah, hi. Just calling to see if you would change your mind about keeping Ernie Grunfeld on as GM. Nope. Even though he spent the past few years angling to get Kevin Durant? Uh-huh. Even though he uh, hired his old coach and overpaid him and didn't even get a meeting with KD? Nope. Oh, okay then. Well, I'll talk to you next year. That's pretty much exactly how I expected it would go. I don't know if Ernie is just that nice of a guy or yeah. if Ted Leonsis just is so apathetic to his basketball team being mediocre. Short but sweet, Bob. <laughs> yeah. How can you how can you fire a guy who once pulled off the Gilbert Arenas for Richard Lewis trade? That was a pretty fun trade. Whenever you get $80 million of contracts floating around in one trade. I felt like they both just needed to shake up their terrible contracts at the time. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the one thing to keep in mind here, besides Ernie Grunfeld, who's had a nice 14-year run, the one person in sports that you can never get rid of is the owner. Unless you're Donald Sterling. And if you do want to get rid of him, it's going to cost you $2 billion. That's true. The Wizards did make some changes this year. Let's get into them. So we have some subtractions here. We have Ramon Sessions is gone. Jared Dudley. Garrett Temple, who Bob knew was a real NBA basketball player, and Nene. All right, they added Jan Mahini, Trey Burke through a trade, Andrew Nicholson, and Jason Smith. What did Mahini got? Mahini got sixteen million a year. Yeah, for four sixty-four, or one million less than John Wall per year. Yeah. That probably made him really happy. I thought a good name for this segment segment would be Changes. What changes? We're all best friends, obviously. Why do you think we need changes? I don't I don't understand some of these contracts, obviously. And it's all relative too, because Nene might have had a down year, but what did he sign for like two like, or three million, right? Yeah. Versus sixteen a year uh, in Jan Mahimi. And Mahimi's gonna be thirty fairly soon here so it's not like he's 23 i was looking at his stats he's like career 4.5 points per game yeah which was skyrocketed to like 8.3 last year you know in yeah. uh, 27 minutes well, a game this could be trey burke's last chance to make it in the nba oh, yeah that that really that whole thing didn't come together that's for sure yeah, last year he had career highs on uh, 41% shooting and 34% on threes, which is not great for your career highs if you're going to stick sure. in the NBA. At well, a, that was his thing. His That was supposed to be his thing coming into the NBA was shooting. Yeah. I mean, he, he makes Allen Iverson look big. <laughs> Let's get into the starting lineup. 
And now, the starting lineup for your Washington Wizards! Of course, we have uh, the best friends. The, the best friends. The, uh, the other Splash Bros, John Wall and Bradley Beal. Plus Otto Porter. He'll be in a contract year this year at small forward. Right. Which means usually that that's when we can expect the best out of him, especially with the money that's being thrown around right now. Right. John he, Wall will be jealous of him in about 12 months. That would be hilarious. Otto Porter had career highs last year. Last year was his first full season starting. He okay. started 73 games, and he had only started 13 the previous two seasons combined. But he uh, he averaged 11.6 points and 5.2 rebounds per game. I mean, not great third-year numbers for the numbers. That's just $20 million a year money <laughs> yeah. in this day and age. From the third pick overall a few years ago. So, yeah, you're right. They're going to – I mean, just in general, you need a third option, but he's going to need to show him something that he hasn't shown yet. And then uh, their front court is former Suns, Markeith Morris and Marcin Gortat. Right. Suns got a first-round pick from the Wiz for both those guys. Um, I've always liked Gortat. I don't know if I've talked about that. I don't know how much the time, Polish hammer? time we've devoted to Gortat. Yeah, I like him. and I But I liked him and Nene as a front court duo when Nene was healthy and they could get it all together. Markeith... I guess is more of a stretch than Nene, but he also is more of a head case. This Mahimi contract must mean that they don't plan on giving Gortat another contract, right? You don't you give would, $64 million to a backup center, right? Depends on if they're going to re-sign Otto Porter, too, because you would have to divert that money somewhere. So I would imagine that Gortat won't be back. I'm really going to be interested to see Scotty Brooks coach and see whether or not the Oklahoma City Thunder's kind of non-existent offense of yeah. Russell or KD going one-on-one -on -one and making a play happen, if that's the sort of offense Scott Brooks plans on bringing to the John Wall and Bradley Beal backcourt, that's not going to translate to a lot of wins. I have a little more faith in Scott Brooks because Ernie Grunfeld gave him $35 million. I, I don't know why that should give me faith. But. Yeah. But this will really be the make-or-break contract for Scott Brooks if he shows himself to be completely inept in running a play or you know designing an offense that is not just built on their superstar beating yeah. the like, man off the dribble. I agree, but also don't put anything past the NBA executives to give this guy a third shot if it doesn't fail, if it doesn't work in That's Washington. That's Sacramento's um, phones still in, work. In a few podcasts, we'll get to a team that just hired a coach to his fourth contract after a few in the past few didn't work out. You know what this this backcourt reminds me of, Matt? Sex in the City. Oh wow! Okay. I know you're a big fan. I, I'm I'm such a Samantha Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Which one's Samantha? I don't remember. Sarah Jessica Parker and Kim Cattrall were both on Sex and the City, and Cattrall thought that all four actresses should be paid the same. Sure. But SJP, of course, got more than all the rest of As them. As she should have. Well, some people think that Cynthia Nixon should have been the highest paid person okay. if anyone was. Anyways, just a lot of bitter anger when it should just be a couple of gals shopping on the East Coast. Yeah, I think Otto Porter was, is really down with that. We all should be paid the same thing. Yeah. <laughs>
Let's get into the record prediction for this group. Record prediction. They were 41 and 41 last year. 500. Randy Whitman, need I remind you? Right. At the helm. Yeah. I got him at 46 and 36 Ooh. this year. Yeah, I got 47 and 35. That's a bounce back year is what I'm predicting. Yeah. I'm as I said, I believe in Scott Brooks. I I think pretty much anybody could probably be a better coach than Randy Whitman. And I'm also banking that Beal can't miss half of every NBA season that he participates. That's the other thing. He, he's got to stay healthy at some point. And John Wall, of course, will continue to play with a chip on his shoulder until he gets Bradley Beal money and James Harden shoe money or whatever it is he's after. Yeah, in a few years, in a few years when he signs that huge deal, he'll look around for something to complain about, and then he'll just like, I don't like the colors on this wall, or he'll just start like, <laughs> these couches aren't comfortable enough, just something. Well, how do you think the Wizards could possibly beat San Francisco? If you're going to beat San Francisco, be sure to Tell John Wall that Reggie Jackson beat the Warriors, and Wall will get so upset that he'll want to beat the Warriors too. Nice. Yeah. Mine was similar. It's pump John Wall up before the game by showing him how much more he gets paid to play basketball than Steph Curry. Oh, see? wow. That'll give him a little that's ego true. boost. That's true. He'd be that's happy to not, see that. That's he, They better do that this year because that won't be the case for long. That is true. Uh, that's good. Matt, the, the people want to know – there's a little tension in D.C. on yeah. this basketball team. Yeah. Do you now or have you ever had a coworker that you really didn't get along with? Do you think they listen to the show? First, I guess Oof. we might. <laughs> well, Casey does do a lot of impressions. So hopefully, hopefully he doesn't listen to the show, though. Uh, let me see. Let me think back. Uh, do a quick refresher of Inventory of hate. Yeah, that's a good name for it. That's gonna. We should make that a new segment, the Inventory of Hate. I have an email folder. Yeah, let's see. Uh, so I, I did a few PA jobs, production assistant jobs, for award shows like oh, five uh -huh. or six years ago. I did three, and then I you know, just kind of tapped out. Oh, didn't you pee next to Brad Pitt or something? Oh, yeah, that was a... a <laughs> A crowning achievement of my life. <laughs> I uh, wrote the postcard, passed it around the family. It was great. <laughs> it was right after he uh, got injured uh, wrestling with his kids or messing around with uh -huh. his kids. So he was using a cane to walk everywhere, and it looked pretty cool. Brad Pitt walking around with a cane. I've been told, and I don't remember this at all because I got uh, really hammered, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, uh <laughs> So my friend Carolina, who helped get me those gigs, she has a friend, Natalie. Great girl, love her to death. But apparently, during one of the shows, Natalie's sister and I, who is also working on there, allegedly were really upset at each other. But I don't remember. But this is a story. they tell Both of them tell me that I, we were, like, bickering at each other, and we were, like, Oh, I can't stand her. And she was like, Oh, I can't stand him. This and that. But I don't remember any of that. I actually remember liking her sister, enjoying her sister. But apparently, while it was all going on, we just 
did not enjoy each other's presence whatsoever. Sounds like Sex in the City. They had breakfast together the I next know, day. I know. That's the thing. Yeah, we just went shopping and did whatever girls in Manhattan Braid do. Braid each other's hair. Yeah, so that was that. I I mean, I, yeah, that's, I guess, the closest that come okay. to a story, a thing I can't remember, but I've been told about. So I buy it. On the next episode of Brick House. The team preview, they, they reside in the land of basketball, but for the last two years when they've slid in the standings, heads have rolled. This team will look much different this year. They better be as good as we're predicting or else more people will probably be on their way out. Find out who we're talking about on the next episode of Brick House.